and welcome to the Anime Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Shade X. Now let's get animated! Woohoo! Yay! Yay! Oh, that's a new voice. Uh, please introduce yourself, uh, guest. Hello, my name is Rebecca Doodles, and I'm an animator. Cool, I, cool. Yeah, I I animate a lot of stuff, but nothing too big yet, because Ooh. yes. <laughs> and. Yeah, are you working on something big? Uh, yeah, I'm working on my own animated pilot right now called Stella Pie. I still need some voice actress for that though, so anyone who's interested, you can hit me up in DMs. <laughs> uh, it's about two robots uh, in a post-apocalyptic world full of danger and action. And yeah, that's like my biggest project I'm working on right now. That's awesome. I've I've seen some of that, uh, some of the parts you posted on your YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying I, to release some of the stuff sometimes. Yeah, I watch some of the stuff. Yeah, it's it's very it's very cool stuff. Thank you. Cool. Um, though the latest one I released was stop motion because I thought that would look pretty cool. Um. But it didn't, and I'm feeling actually kind of embarrassed about that part because it's not up to quality with everything else I've posted. <laughs> Everyone's got that standout video. Yeah. Right. So, should we jump into the news? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Jump into some news. Uh, lots of things um, have been released since we last talked. Um, let's see. There was Mau Mau, there was Infinity Train, um, Rocco's Modern Life Static Cling, and uh, Invader Zim into the Florpus. Oh, Invader Zim is so good. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw it the day it came out. It was amazing. Yeah, I stayed up till like, till like, um, 1 a.m. and then watched it. <laughs> Dang, that's dedication. I watched it, I think, the next day because I realized, oh, that happened. It's released now. And I took some screenshots and I I wanted to show them off and be like, hey, look how cool this looks. Look at Sim. Look at Dib. Look at the whole crew from back then being back together and stuff. But that would have spoiled for everyone, so it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I kind of saw it when I did before I checked social before I checked social media because like there was like a lot of blurry type stuff out there. Yeah. Also, the fan art is booming right now. I'm so happy. I love oh. like the creative fan art people come up with from Invader Zim. It's like a really big step up from like the fan art people used to make of Invader Zim. It was all like this edgy hot topic stuff. And oh, now yes. it's all this soft, rounding, this like almost wrapped in nostalgia kind of thing. Yeah. Weirdly enough, I don't see that happening too much with Rockers Modern Life. It feels like people kind of wanted it to, you know, stay in the past and not really, you know, the reboot wasn't the most necessary thing. Yeah, I like people saw Rocco and they were ha they liked it, but they didn't like it as much as Zim. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm more nostalgic for Zim than Rocco because I was like born in 1996, and the final those... the final season aired like wow when I was a, when I was still a baby, so I didn't really I didn't really watch it. Yeah, that's it really is one of those cartoons that benefits from a rewatch. Yeah, I watched mm. it in reruns on Nicktoons Network, and recently Nick Rewind. Oh, what is Nick Rewind? Oh, it's like an American block on Teen Nick. Like, at night, they air, like, 90s cartoons, like, 11 p.m. I thought that was called The Splat. They they keep changing the name. It was, like, the 90s are all that, then it was Nick's, then it was The Splat, then it was Nick's Splat, now it's Nick Rewind. I mean, it works, I guess, no matter what name it has, but we don't really have that here in Germany, so that's just not a thing people really think about. We have more of, like, live-action shows, reruns. Yeah, I'm really hoping that, like, at some point, Nick just takes Nicktoons and merges it with um, Nick Rewind and makes it its own channel, because Nicktoons... Nicktoons hasn't been doing much. Like, I know they air live-action stuff on the Nicktoons channel for some reason. And they... But they do air old episodes of Spongebob and Fairly Odd Parents. Like, they marathon those shows a lot. But besides that, there's not a lot of cartoon... There, I mean, there's not, like, a lot of cartoons on there. Like, no classic stuff is on there. Oh, that's pretty sad, actually. I mean, Nick had a... F like a really good roster back then but then spongebob took everything over and then a lot of things just stopped you know the infamous kind of spongebob standard started yeah yeah oh yeah still... do they still air a loud house though yeah it was one of the only shows that would beat the standard and Nicktoons has basically become, like, the graveyard, like, for cartoons. Like, if, if like, Harvey Beaks got moved to Nicktoons, like, if they air your show on Nicktoons after airing it on Nick, that basically means, oh, the show's probably gonna get cancelled. That's, that's horrible. Yeah, like, that happened to You C. don't H. want to be on Nicktoons. Yeah, that happened to C.H. Greenblatt. Like, they moved all the new episodes to Nicktoons, I think, without telling him. Oh no! Yeah, because like you gotta pay to get Nicktoons, like on a satellite channel. Yeah, but and like Nickelodeon mm. comes on standard cable. Oh, yeah, that means a lot of less people were seeing it. They were basically putting a pillow over a sleeping kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. Oh, yeah. Um, that's why my show will probably not be pitched to uh, to um, uh, Nicktoons because I feel like it's not reliable enough. Yeah. I'm mean, yeah. sure other channels have their downs too and stuff like that, but uh, it feels more, you know, you can still talk to them instead of being just silenced in a way. Yeah. Like, I've heard from a lot of different artists, like, some with industry experience, some with not experiences talking to these companies. From what I've heard, Cartoon Network is the most lax with their artists. Disney, of course, is... Disney, that's mm. an army of censorship, and Nick to and Nickelodeon has the SpongeBob standard holding it back. 
Yeah. Yeah, like I'm... none of the the Loud House movie is going to be on Netflix now. Um basically every Nick property Ninja Turtles like they're putting that on Netflix, but the SpongeBob movies will always be in theaters. Yeah. Oh, and I know a live-action Dora movie came out recently. I haven't seen it, but what? But I know that uh, there was one thing that like le- that got posted online. There's like an entire animated segment of the movie. Oh, there is. <clears throat> I yeah, didn't know that. In a style similar to the original show, but like it looks, it looks slightly different. Like, is it hand drawn or is it flash e? Um, I think it's hand drawn. I'm not sure, but like. This was their way of integrating all the weird stuff from Dora, like Map, the talking backpack, all that. Oh, I think she gets high at one point in the movie, yeah, and then yeah, that it's, happens. It's, 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 yeah, it's the trippy, se- the, the like the trip <laughs> segment. Think of like, a small children's cartoon character getting high just to. I think like, <laughs> that's they, amazing. I think they like go to get some some get some like toxic or some some like some toxic smoke or just hallucinogenic smoke and then they get high <laughs> yeah people say it's really trippy that movie and kind of disturbing yeah I, okay I, now I, I need to see this I'm curious if I assume Swiper talks in it because Benicio Del Toro is in it and uh Danny Trejo voices Boots. But so far in the trailers I've seen, there has been no talking of Boots hasn't talked. He, like, talks at the end for some reason. I saw a review of it. Uh, uh, and it's just really weird. Uh, especially because a lot of people say it's more orientated to, like, younger kids but most of the kids that used to grow up with it is are now a bit older so it it doesn't really you know not a lot of people are sure for what the like what the audience is for it you know target is kids why would you show your main character getting high and hallucinating talking inanimate objects yeah i don't know man Yeah, and, like, Dora's uncle or dad, like, gets high and then he just strips his clothes off and runs away. Uh, okay. That this, the more enticing, yet I, it's a push-pull kind of thing. I do want to see it, yet I don't want to see that. Yeah, yeah it's like, that's like at the beginning of the drug, he's, like, animated, he just runs away. It's even worse! Oh, no. <laughs> so no, it took I, the I, time I... to animate that. Stop, stop, let's talk about it. Talking about weird animation, how about we talk about uh, 12 Forever, which is out. Oh yeah, 12 Forever came out. Yeah, there's like 20, there's like 24 episodes on Netflix, I think. Yes, I've watched them all and I have a pretty good assessment of what the show is about and everything. Uh, It... It's a bit weird because uh, they changed a lot of things, of course, since the pilot. And instead, you know, they made it more diversal with like different uh, types of people that weren't in there before. But that also makes it a bit weirder to just see the before and after because uh, 12's best friend used to be Caucasian and now it's like, I don't know, Mexican or something. 
I'm not yeah. quite sure. It's never really mentioned. And uh, next to that, when he gets into that uh, second world, which the whole show is based around, he becomes purple. Yeah. Which which I don't understand. That that feels kind of odd. It uh, kind of feels a little inconsistent since Twelve kind of retains everything she's exactly. She is. That is just really odd, and the transformations are kind of creepy by the guy. Yeah, um, he's like a shapeshifter. He does weird transformations. Yeah, but only like halfway. It's... Yeah, yeah, his face mm. is still the same. Yeah, and Twelve is at some points really creepy because she doesn't want to grow up, but like, it's more like, what is it? But big or loudmouth or whatever it's called, it, it gives me that vibe sometimes, and it's just kind of creepy to be honest. Yes, I think big mouths. Oh yeah, big mouth, which got renewed for like three more seasons while Tuca and Birdie what? got cancelled. Yeah, that's a bit odd, isn't it? Yeah, I thought Tuca and Birdie would like get because like it's like it was by Lisa Hannawald who worked on BoJack Horseman. And BoJack mm. Horseman's a horseman. That's a huge. That's a huge hit with Netflix. So I thought they'd maybe want to work with the animation studio on a new series after BoJack ends. Yeah. But no, apparently they don't. That's pretty random, though. It <laughs> kind of sucks. Like. I'm not sure, like, mm -hmm. show ends, oh, actually, I've got news relating to that, too, um, but, like, whenever a major show ends, it kind of makes me worried, because um, I see a lot of, like, people posting their Twitter handles, like, looking for work or taking on commission, worried, because this is the industry I want to go into, and a lot of the professionals are, like, struggling. Oh, yeah, I've seen a lot of that. Uh I I actually thought about doing a Kickstarter or something for my show so I you know I can pay people because it always feels bad when I can't do it especially with this pilot right now but the bigger problem is with like uh, crowdfunding stuff like that to get people paid is that you also have to put extra work in it to have more than just the pilot to show as a reward and with like industry professionals and stuff like that, uh, since they're also struggling, I feel like something like that would probably not be backed if there's like no one really big known behind it. So yeah, it's 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 big trouble. Yeah. One of the reasons is they put like celebrity names in trailers of big movies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Dora movie is majorly not that great but the animators probably got paid pretty good since you know there are names in that movie that are known mm -hmm. well that's what i'm suspecting but i can also be proven wrong i don't know since the whole um was it the adult animated movie with the hot dog um sausage party. yeah, sausage, yeah party. sausage party there was like this whole thing about animators not getting paid and shit like that so yeah. Yeah, it's a very cruel medium. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, right. Speaking of shows getting canned, um, well, not really canned, more just like moving on, ending. Okay, KO. A lot of the storyboard artists came out and admitted um, they've ceased production. Yeah, that's that's Kinda really sad. Yeah, although not surprised. The show was like why? In writing and in very literal art direction, the show was very quote unquote unstable. Oh yeah. The inconsistencies, while they established at the very beginning, KO does not have a consistent size, age, or whatever. About the adventure, adventure sometimes needs context, and that was kind of hard to get when you watched KO, like when you binged it. Hmm. Sense of ground to stand on wasn't really there, which that that's just my personal theory as to why the show didn't last as long as it did. I mean, yeah, it jumped all over the place at some points, like with the academy uh, parts, uh, where it's more centered around the purple-haired girl. Uh, Enid? Yeah, around Enid. And then, like, a few rat-centered episodes, but then they're out of space, and it's it's really loosely based on different things that are not quite connected, and then they have the power cards, and then... They don't have the power cards and no one cares suddenly about the power cards anymore and then it's suddenly brought up at the end again but you know that's um i really like the show though it's like a big inside joke yeah it, I like yeah, it. it really is yeah I, I really like okko even though i haven't been up to date on it like i mainly I usually watch it oh there's a crossover i'll watch that but i, I should really should watch the like full show Yes, you should definitely. It was a show definitely made for animation nerds. Yeah. There's <laughs> Hanna Barbera yeah. references, like they use the sound effects. Yeah. Oh yeah. And sometimes like the um the Captain Planet episode is pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the jokes in there were really funny. Yeah, and the Sonic one and uh the I think your world is an illusion, that episode is really like crazily good to make this yeah i love when like cartoons just like break down and like the the characters themselves don't realize they're animated but their animated world is falling apart yeah it's so good that's like that's also like uh in the new invader zim there's like i don't really want to spoil anything but yeah, i like, do know the scene you're talking about yeah there's like a part where yeah uh, they change realities quote unquote and so like the animation style changes from frame to frame and they have i think a lot of guest animators in that one like animators that are from different uh tv shows or online artists and stuff like that happening and it's so well done i thought for like when they were doing that little montage i thought they were like they would like flash to like the old hard edge style just for a minute I'm not sure. Maybe they did. I I wasn't sure. I wasn't going frame by frame through it. I did, and they didn't do it. Although what they did do, I I thought was really clever. Hmm. Oh, I thought they were doing a style, a certain one that is also. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Go ahead. 
Didn't they do like her? Yeah, they did a reverse AU where Zim was a human and uh, Dib and Gaz were Urkins. Oh, yeah. I think that's also a reference to the comics. Like, there are a lot of comic references in that. Yeah, the entire yeah. first half of the movie is based on the comics. Yeah. So I wish like they would have stretched out Div working out a little more, because... <laughs> yeah. Like, I, who did you all read the comic, like, the first one? I did. All right, so Shade, in the very first comic, when Dib is getting back in shape, he starts singing his own theme song in it, to himself. Yeah, Dib. Guys, like, taunts yeah. him for it, and then... He's like, do you want me to get back in shape or what? And then she starts shredding on guitar until it burns in her hands. Yeah, I wish they, <laughs> I wish they kept... Uh, yeah, it was like in... It was a montage with some music. Like, there was no dib singing or anything. That would have yeah. been, really been funny. That would have been really funny. But I'm, I'm glad they at least kept the um, Gaz shredding the guitar and, like... Yeah, there were scenes pulled straight out of the first issue of the comic, but after that, the movie is totally original story. Yeah, I also like that they had, like, a, a kind of a bigger thing happening with, like, less of a meat-centered plot, which I saw in the comics a lot, like, just meat, random meat. And they don't really have that in this m movie, which is great. I like that they didn't do the joke ways on but more of a serious kind of thing. Yeah, in the Invaders in movie comic, like, the story's completely different. Like, it ends with, like, Dib just being made fun of for being fat, basically. Like, Zim leaks all the, the videos of fat Dib. Yeah, something <laughs> like that happens. I'm still trying to catch up on the comics again because I haven't read them since they came out. I have volumes one through three, but now there's like eight volumes, so. Yeah. So hmm. I have like four more volumes. Five. Yeah, I have five volumes like to get. But I know they have them collected in hard covers, like three volumes in one book, so maybe I could get that instead. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I'm not sure yet, since I, I'm not, you know, I don't have that much money right now, since I'm really trying to save up for next year's VidCon, since I'm attending that. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm really excited. I don't know if anyone else will be there that I know but hey it's worth a try have you guys ever gone to like conventions like that I went to one con uh, but I was unprepared because it was my first con being post-con sickness oh yeah I went to planet comic con in Kansas City it was it was fun I got lost from my friend, but yeah, I ended up not going to a lot of panels aside from one where it was about the Flash CW show. Oh, <laughs> I heard that's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's decent. Like, I hadn't watched in a while, but the panel made me kind of want to watch more of it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had John Wesley Shipp, who was the Flash in the 90s, and then they had um, Daniel... Danielle Panabaker, she plays Killer Frost in the show. 
That's pretty cool, though. I don't really know about, about the lore of that yeah, show slash. I, I, I've, I've seen like season. I've seen bits and pieces of the second and third seasons. Most of the first season, like. I still need to watch. I haven't finished season one, but I have like seen clips of other seasons, episodes. Hmm. It, it's it's all right. Apparently, they're doing a crossover soon. Like yeah, they... Drake, did you just fall? No, something fell off my desk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What oh, is our Shadex? You can continue if you want, Shadex. I just mentioned that. <laughs> I don't need to. It's Okay. Well, what else can we talk about that is cartoon-related? There's Mau Mau, Heroes of Pure Heart. Ah, oh, that's so boring. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It has a good premise. It's kind of like Mighty Magisaurs in a way. But something about it just really is really boring. I don't know what it is. The stakes aren't really that high. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's like I... without the backstory and the plot. Yeah, I, yeah. I watched I watched um, two episodes of it, and that's it. Like apparently they marathon like half a season one day. Like Cartoon Network's doing that. Oh. Like, they I didn't know about that. They marathon a bunch of shows, like new episodes. I think. Like I know Amphibia, that Disney that Disney show, like all of season one already aired. Oh, okay. That's like some of these things just kind of move by and I don't get a lot of it like I don't know a lot of it because it's just not airing in my country. Or yeah. it's not as fast airing my country and I don't know where to watch it at all. It's like not available. Yeah, like, the thing is, like, there's no, like, free way to watch, like, cartoons now. Like, I think at, for a time they were free, but now it's, like, log in with your cable information to watch full episodes. Though I do know that Cartoon Network has free episodes, like, weeks later on their site. Like, that kind of irks me. Like, the, the Cartoon Network app for your phone? Yeah. The anti- stream streamer because like i cut my cable cord not literally of course i haven't paid for cable in like two to three years need a cable subscription or a satellite subscription cartoon network app in its entirety that's so stupid what yeah why they could and like... then it's not even the the whole cartoon network library if i want to watch all of steven universe I can't watch it on the app. I've got to go to some place like Hulu, which even they might not have all of it. Yeah, I think like Cartoon Network should just make a streaming service that like is affordable or something, which I think they they plan on doing. Yeah, but that's kind of really bad because if you want like every option, you have to like pay so much more money yeah, than yeah, a normal yeah. cable subscription. Yeah. Which makes no sense at yeah, all. Yeah, that, that makes sense, yeah. 
also uh, talking about not being like everything available everywhere in like Netflix and stuff like that. Something really weird happened. I was showing off uh, to my friends uh, Netflix and everything and showing the trailers in there. What like what uh, is right now on Netflix? And we saw like half of the first episode of uh, Steven Universe. And my friend is like, you know, they changed something about the audio. And I listened really closely to it. And the audio of the Steven Universe first season, at least, is high, more high pitched on Netflix. Weird. (laughs) I don't know why. Something went wrong. Is it one of those issues where it's like, it's viewable, but it's going to make you absolutely miserable the more you notice it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of it. Like, you're used to hearing it in no, the normal way, and then you hear mm-hmm. this slightly off pitch, and it gets to you more and more the more you listen to it. Exactly. It's so confusing, like, for the ears, since um, I was just jokingly switching languages back and forth, and... I think it's like with all of the languages, they're just slightly high pitched. Netflix need to like fix that, you know? It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, the thing with Netflix is like they don't always have like English dubs of anime. That as well, though it's like region locked often if it's not available in your language. Yeah. Mm. Though, like, hmm? I had a thought and then I lost it. Okay. Though I've heard from other people that they just log into other languages' uh, Netflix accounts. They don't know what where it is exactly. But then they go through the show they want, and they that's available at that point. So you just have to change your, you know, broadcasting language overall. And sometimes it even has like English language selection, but it's not showing up in the English language. If you got it set for everything, it's confusing as heck. I used to use a VPN to watch Netflix stuff all the time. But then Netflix cut back on VPNs. Like, Netflix used to allow it. But then they, like, Mm. were forced by studios to crack down on it. So, like, any any free VPN, like, from Google Chrome does not work with Netflix. Oh, that's... That's... Oh, yeah, that reminds me. Um, I have this VPN thing that is as well kind of not good, the um, Paula free VPN uh, that also does not allow in uh, Netflix. Yeah, I used to use Hola all the time for Netflix. Like I watched, like apparently Spectacular Spider-Man was on Netflix in Mexico, so I watched all of season one that way. And Young mm-hmm. Justice Season 2, I think, was in another country. So I watched that that way. Try- mm. I'm trying to think what other shows I watched, but I think that was what I watched. Okay. You know what really pisses me off, though? What? Uh, in my country, I can't watch the original Inspector Gadget. 
it's just not available. Oh. And I have to watch the new 3D one. Oh, and I just no. don't care. I want to watch the old one, but there's no possibility for me. To oh, you're that. talking about the cartoon. I thought you were talking about that old movie, live action no, movie. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't really care about that one, to be honest. Yeah, that I think one... I saw it even. I've seen it, yeah. They, they, like, they change it so, um, 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 Claw, Dr. Claw, like, he's, like, visible when in the show they never show his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, cartoons? You guys want to know something non-cartoon related, which is really interesting? Why? Sure. I was in some random Discord server and I met a dude that's also in Germany right now. And I have this weird obsession with Taco Bell. Because uh, we don't have it here in Germany, just like Inspector Gadget, seemingly. Um, and I asked him, hey, wait, you speak a lot of English, you know? And he was like, yeah, I do. I'm in the military base here. I'm like, wow, wait. So you have Taco Bell, because that's where it's located in Germany. If you want Taco Bell, you have to go into an American airbase to get your fucking Taco Bell. And I was just saying, hey, man, can you, like, smuggle me in there? And he was like, yeah, sure I can. And now uh, next week I'm going to get some Taco Bell by getting smuggled into an American airbase. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah, Taco Bell's pretty A few good. recommendations I have. Huh? Um, there's all there's always soft taco. Like, do you have a plan of what you're gonna order? No idea yet. What I normally get when I go in there is usually two soft tacos and maybe one Doritos taco. Mm -hmm. But also there's a Mexican pizza. Get at least one little thing of cinnamon twists. Yes, yeah, what is cinnamon twists? Twist? Those are good. Um, they're like uh they're not really fries or potato based but they're these cinnamony little crunchy bread things that eat them after everything i think similar um, to churros cinnamon twists are full of pockets of air and holes to keep them like really light and fluffy mm -hmm. they're very much more thick and bread based oh okay yeah, okay. I've, I've had I've had Taco Bell on occasion. I like the there's a steak burrito. There's that. Then I, I've had the beefy five layer burrito, which has queso and, and uh, sour cream. That one's good. It's what was the one with rice in it? I think that has rice in it. Maybe I'm not. Or, or it's maybe queso not. cheese. Yeah, queso is cheese. Oh, okay. Uh, I think the steak burritos have rice in them. Mm. I just hope they have like the full sortiment, like with like they have that stuff there because I'm driving like two hours to get there just to get fucking Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'll tell you that. Yeah, and they have like Mountain Dew freezes at least where I am. Wait, was it? Wait, did was it uh, Taco Bell that had an, the the exclusivity deal on Mountain Dew Baja Blast? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, what's that? Mountain Dew Baja Blast is a specific flavor of Mountain Dew that's uh, that you can only buy at uh, Taco Bell's. Though they oh, did, dang. Though okay. they, did, they did release it in stores eventually for at least a brief period of time. 
might, might still be talk about exclusive now, but it was in stores. The only place I can find it is at a Taco Bell. Yeah, oh yeah, I saw memes of people bringing, like, milk jugs and pulling it with Baja Blast. <laughs> How it's, is it's that, a like, good calculated, though? How they charge you for it? Yeah, if you have your own bottle. Uh, I don't think that's allowed. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that's allowed. Yeah, you ask for a cup size, you go to the, you go to the soda fountain, and they charge you for the cup, not the soda. Oh, there are people actually like remaking Baja Blast to um, so you don't have to buy or go to a Taco Bell to get it. Yeah, like Taco Bell's been doing that for well, they've been doing um, uh, what's it called Mountain Dew? They've been doing these exclusivity deals with uh, people like Mountain Dew and KFC since I saw their Mountain Dew Sweet Lightning, which to me is disgusting. What is Baja Blast, by the way? It sounds like a mouthwash. <laughs> it's it like, like it's a, a mouthwash. It's a tropical Mountain Dew, I think. Tropical Lime Storm is what they say on the Dew site. Yeah. So uh, it's lime le lemonade. Yes, to me, it's, it. I just like the flavor. Tropical okay. lime flavor, yeah, I, I really like it. But yeah, if you're going to Taco Bell, be sure to get yourself uh, at least a, at least try the Baja Blast. I'm gonna try it, but the problem is, uh, I don't know if they let me in, so it might be the case that my friend is gonna buy it for me, and then we're gonna eat outside in front of the base. <laughs> but he said there's like an American mall inside. Uh, so I really want to like have a look at that, since I heard American malls in America are actually kind of dead or dying. Oh yeah, online shopping has killed the mall scene here. Yeah. What used? I love to watch those videos about like empty malls or what it used to be, um, from different YouTube channels. Yeah. was like well malls still make big bank off of their food courts alone but most of the venues like there those are rent space um apart from like the big clothing department stores on either side just uh open spaces up for rent and a lot of people oh we have an online store that makes more money risk versus reward i think i'll take online so they just stop paying rent, move out, and there's just a bunch of empty, vacant lots, and it's kind of sad. Yeah, it's really sad. Yeah, my mall still is still operating. That's I, positive. Yeah, but the games, I think the games... Yeah, stop. I have a mall here that's still operating, but there's a lot of empty space. Yeah, I think the GameStop... I think one of the only reasons... The GameStop at my mall is gone, I think. But there's still a hot topic, oh, that's at a least. Bad sign. Yeah, there's still a hot topic. <laughs> the only places you can find a hot topic, because I haven't seen one as a standalone store. And then in yeah, Branson, there's a place. Here in 
Yeah, and um, Branson, there's Branson Landing. They have a Hot Topic in a Disney store. Like, it's a big outside store area. Yeah, there's like a... Okay, Disney is pulling crowds and stuff, so they will be alive. Yeah. <clears throat> so... That reminds me. I will yeah. also be going, be going to Disney next year, and I'm really excited, but uh, I don't know if I should do, like, a studio tours or anything like that, because, like, the animation industry is pretty popping in that corner of America, and stuff like that, like, I don't know, I don't know if I should do it, or should I just keep being on the magical side of Disney, and... Yeah. If you're working for a company, you want to know them from all angles. Kinda, but I, I'm just really fresh, I would say, in that direction. I don't know yet where I want to be or where I'm gonna go. Mm. Since I'm pretty much an opportunist when it comes to that. So I'm really interested in the adult swim scene of things, but they are on the different side of America and not in Anaheim. Yeah. Best not to burn any bridges until you've secured a job. Yeah, that of course. Which I've kind of made the mistake of doing since I've, um, well, I haven't publicly done it, well, outside of this podcast, but like, it's about Nickelodeon, which is probably like, to pitch there or even work there as like maybe a storyboard artist. They're going to know I have opinions. Oh, okay. I don't care anymore. They, like, yeah, I have opinions. I'm a human. Yeah, but... I mean, a lot of people burn bridges accidentally online. I yeah. mean, think about what uh, what Aaron Hansen pulled lately, you know? Yeah, that big halo stunt. Well, yeah. I wouldn't call it a stunt, more of a misunderstanding? A misguided opinion. There you go. Um, this whole debacle. Oh gosh, did we lose Shade? I I'm don't okay. know, Shade? I, oh, I'm okay. Oh, 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 the Aaron Hansen thing? Are we talking Aaron Hansen or Palo? <laughs> yeah. Palo. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did a he yes. did a he he did a story time animator parody video, and Aaron Hansen was like, "Oh, that's offensive. I was criticized for my animation, and that hurt me." That's not okay. Yeah, but it was very weird because like everybody that was quote unquote featured in that parody took it in good spirit. Yeah. 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 There's also this guy, I think, was it the Game of Mars? Yeah, it was the Game of Mars. I watched his video on the topic. He released one really quickly, uh, like one day ago. And it feels really like unresearched and really outside opinion because he's like, oh yeah, Aaron Hansen kind of has a point, but he was kind of being a bit stupid. But it feels like, no, Aaron Hansen does not have a point. I I didn't quite understand what he was trying to say. It felt like he was just trying to push out the video about anything, really. 
he didn't really care about the topic. So that was kind of a, a grab into the toilet, I would say, by the game of uh, for Mars. The gamer of Mars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, not not the most quality thing. Although speaking of Aaron Hansen, can I just talk about Game Grumps sure. in general real quick? Like. I noticed, like, I unsubscribed from them recently, which was hard for me to do. Mm-hmm. They have changed what? so much in, like, a weird way, to me, at least. I don't swear anymore, which, to me, I thought that was, uh, they had, they're kind of putting too much restriction on themselves in favor of YouTube money. Get it. Oh, yeah. Algorithms and all that, but they were doing fine before. Oh, they've had they have like their own business ventures like the merch, the RPGs, the game. I think do yeah. they get revenue, Daddy? I think they did get revenue from that. Um, I know there was uh, was put on different platforms. Hmm. Um, hmm. but I'm not hundred percent sure. I know the monster game where Aaron Hansen, I think, voiced and a lot of other people voiced uh, the monster prom, I think it's called. Yeah, I saw that. That was really interesting. Yeah, to me, it felt oh, like Game Grumps as a concept had lost its focus. Oh, like, yes. Like, not, like, kind of trying to hide their gaming aspect a little bit. They kind of just stopped branding the show in their video titles as Game Grumps. And to things like craziest, like, they started making, like, I want to say clickbait titles, which kind of oh, hurt a did. little bit there. They did, though. The latest thumbnails and titles, they don't have the words Game Grumps anywhere in there. And they're just doing, like, this craziest this ever, or, like, you won't believe this. I don't think they actually did that word for word, but, you know, you get the point. Yeah, and they also um, changed now to the Grumps, and they're going to put content on there. And I feel like they're probably gonna phase out the Game Grumps channel at some point and just gonna be the Grumps instead. Since yeah. I feel like that's a lot of work for a smaller team to handle. Like two channels that produce constant content, basically. So yeah. it's it's really odd and I wish them good luck. I mean, a lot of good people work on that stuff. Not only Aaron and Dan. But yeah. it just feels like they just lost not only their edge but also their kind of almost family aspect they had of like being a group and just kind of backing each other because they also broke apart inside by having all these things come out where i'm like okay that happened yep like ross left uh to a certain extent barry's gone matt and ryan moved on um i don't see brian anymore Ninja Brian outside of NSP videos, which I mean, he's a father and everything. Yeah, it's kind of a weird opposite situation. Greater than the sum of their parts. Well, the sum of their parts is actually starting to become greater than what they are together. True. Kind of like when the Steven Universe storyboarders just kind of hopped off and made their own thing. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm genuinely more excited for the next NSP video than I am for. Big Game Grumps thing. Uh, the short handle, I'm not sure about. NSP was... Wait, what? Uh, you said NSP? I'm not... Yeah, 
Danny's mm-hmm. uh, Danny's band between him and Ninja Brian, Ninja Sex Party. Oh, Ninja Sex. Okay, if you say it out loud, I recognize. But NSP was just a weird thing I never heard just anyone oh, say. Yeah, Finn. Oh yeah, I, I know that. What Danny did you know had Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things in it. Oh. Yeah. That okay. was that was the that, last that's thing. actually the only part that made it into the news. Yeah. Person there, which. All right. Um, All right. Speaking of YouTube and, and animation, um, I thought about like my channel a lot lately, and I'm not sure what I should post anymore since you guys know about my show I'm working on and slash pilot, but mm-hmm. it's it's been coming harder and harder to do anything on YouTube animation related. Um, which I understand the game grams and everything, people just leaving the quote-unquote animation business to pursue better things. But I would still like to see more actually animated content, which, you know, it's, it's, it's becoming harder and harder. And, of course, the focus is kind of not there anymore. Yeah, like I know yeah. the algorithm Although... is bad for animation. Hmm. Although there are some people that are uh, short, really making uh, at least short term, like little animated shorts um, in the long run. Like my friend Word, doing some like, like it's very simple, very short animated shorts, but it's animated. It's not just a black and white thing with somebody telling a story that may or not be made up, which. Yeah, that's... Uh, that was that might have been a that might have been a jab that hit a little too hard. Yeah, though it makes me really think because um, there was this one video uploaded by uh, one of the odd ones out friends called. He's the one with the devil horns. Uh, um, something else, YT. Yes, exactly. He uploaded a video where a lot of other animators just worked on and worked their butts off. Uh, I think. Um, uh, Pivot's animation's girlfriend was part of that. Uh, Auntie Darkheart is her name, and she does really well, like animations and everything. But she does, you know, not get as much known because it's still something else that gets all the attention and quote unquote fame. And it it feels really weird because every animator kind of has their own ego and want to be out there and i feel like they're just kind of overshadowed by a bigger thing always and i Hmm. don't know how to feel about that it's just a constant pressure to keep up yeah that also since uh i also want to you know get recognized at some point and be bigger and bigger and stuff like that but it gets hard to focus because you gotta do fan art to get bigger as an artist slash animator, but you also want to concentrate on your own stuff, and then you also have to make money on the side somehow. So that's just a whole whole lot of things to take care of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing with the thing with animators and the story time animators, the algorithm is. Um, that they have to hire animators to, like, animate for, with, for them. 
so they can keep up with the algorithm so they can do like um i guess weekly or monthly uploads i don't know how often they upload but they have to upload somewhat consistently yeah which does beg the question like patreon exists which people there's some content creators that actively don't do patreon because they don't think they make content that's worthy of it mm -hmm. make commentary videos don't don't i'm not making a patreon that's not something you should support mm. which i want to support these people because i like the things they do youtube it's not enough just to watch a youtube video anymore or to share exactly, it yeah and yeah. These big animators, some of them don't have Patreon accounts and they think they can just live off the YouTube algorithm, which even saying that out loud, you can kind of tell that's kind of a decision in the world. Hmm. That reminds me of the Starbarians guy. Um, Harry Partridge? Harry Partridge. He recently got a Patreon and so many people just jumped up on that opportunity to be like yo you need that money man you, you need that just kind of shoving it almost in his mouth aggressively their mm -hmm. money and he was like really surprised that people were so like overjoyed by him opening a patreon page um, yeah yeah and that was great to see that was really great oh, yeah i just realized patreon changed their rules like now you have to get a patreon pro pro account and i should have jumped on that like my friends were saying set up like i'm setting up a patreon i'm setting up a patreon so i i really should have jumped on that before they like and got grandfathered in before the patreon pro stuff got added but like oh i, I didn't even know that was a thing yeah i i I, I, I might, I don't know if I need a Patreon, like, because it's more of a hobby, and mm. my videos aren't, like, Patreon-worthy, I don't think. Like, they're pretty simple videos I make. Mm. That reminds me, I myself have a Patreon, and it was usually just for uh, me getting through uni and having some food on the side and money on the side to spend for food and print products since I am still a, a communication design university student. Um, and now I'm trying to collect it to put into my uh, animation and pilot. Though it's still, I really appreciate all the money I get, but it's still like not, you know, studio worthy animations. It's still a very small amount. If you like consider how much money it takes to actually animate stuff. Yeah, like, if I do Patreon, it'll be a while, like, like, until I can justify it, like. But like With, I, like, consistent content? Yeah, like, I can't really justify it right now. Hmm. Understandable. Mm-hmm. I might just, like, get occasional YouTube revenue, which doesn't pay really that well, like. Like, I, I have, like, $50, and this is, like, over a year of, like, uploading. Oh, wow. That's more I ever had in nine years. But I can't <laughs> access any of it, like, 
I don't have any access to the money until it hits a hundred. I'm like forty nine. I think I have forty nine dollars. Like I'm forty nine percent there. Well, that's pretty that's good. Oh, yeah. weird system. Yeah, it's a weird system. Like they don't pay out at fifty. It's like a hundred, and then you put in your banking information, which I haven't done yet. Huh. I mean, yeah, yeah that's problematic. I think I connected my paypal to it back then but um they sent me a mail later on when i got demonetized saying due to no spend your uh adsense account is getting deactivated oh so you, so you don't have monetization on your channel anymore no i i got it removed because i don't have enough viewers um, that's I think but... I think you oh uh, I think you can't I'm not I'm not sure. you need like a certain amount of watch hours I think and then you can monetize yeah I know uh, I I kind of kept up with all that stuff but the problem is these days I as a single person it's really hard to get that many viewers yeah um, I got I don't know I, 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 like, I guess, got lucky with that Ace video, because that got, like, a lot of views, and that, like, pretty much contributed to all the watch hours, I think. Hmm. Like, I yes. know with a thousand subs is the max amount of money you need, I mean, the max amount of subs you need to get ad revenue, like, AdSense. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I'm also in the Council of YouTube Discord, if you know what that is. I've heard of it. Uh, so basically, there for those who don't know, it's a Discord channel where you have to have at least 1k to get in, 1,000. Um, and then you can, like, interact and, you know, collaborate with people uh, that are bigger than you or as big as you. Um, there's, like, kind of almost like a caste system in a way. But people are usually pretty open and you can DM them if anything is up. Um, and they, like, even the bigger ones that are, like, ten times as big as me get demonetized and just kind of give up on YouTube sometimes. It's really depressing. I've only got demonetized, like, twice. One was a joke video. The second one was, like, a stream I did that wasn't that great. Mm -mm. I, and, like, but my regular videos don't get demonetized. Oh, that's great. But that'll well, probably change if I hit a certain amount of subscribers because I think the demonetization, like the whoever, the algorithm, I think it's bigger for people with more subs than it is for smaller accounts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm still hoping for that one, one successful video that is not drama-related to <laughs> 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 get big make random stuff that because some of my favorite youtube videos are just animation is concerned mm -hmm. um just random little snippets like maybe just some uh funny music or uh, like an animated meme oh i've tried these before but i'm really worried because a lot of them get uh since it's not my music they just take it and put commercials on it and I don't get anything of that because my channel is not monetized. But then that specific video is monetized for some reason because yeah. they just took it. 
I'm glad I got luck. I got I got lucky with gorillas stuff. Like like with the algorithm. Like if it, whenever a video got monetized or blocked, they just removed the video, edited out that one specific clip, or or mixed up or played multiple songs instead of one song, and then that usually that usually fixes the video. But like I have to leave the project open. I can't like delete anything. Uh, yeah. then i have to re-upload i have to export and re-upload it but that's that's what i used to do back when i started out i did see a twitter update from youtube saying that they're gonna crack down on people who claim under five seconds of musical footage yeah like they still can block the video but they can't take any of your ad revenue or make money if you can't monetize off the video like they can't make any money they can just block it Mm -hmm. that, that's pretty good though uh fun fact about the uh, gorilla stuff they used to block it in germany the gorilla's music and i don't know why it was just generally blocked and like it felt like uh the people or like the band whatever is behind the band slash the artist was just kind of blocking it for funsies in Germany or something like that. Or YouTube hated gorillas. Something happened. I'm not 100% sure. But there was a big, big drama and hard to get to, like, you know, get the music from gorillas. It was, like, almost like being illegal. <laughs> Weird. Very strange. Yeah. Yeah. Right, there is one more bit of news, and it's sad news, I'm, I'm afraid to say. Just recently, um, animator, the very key, uh, key animators of Who Framed Roger Rabbit passed away. Oh yeah, Richard Williams, right? Yeah. Yeah. The key, wait, was his knee? What? Was he Roger Rabbit and Pink yeah. Panther? He uh, he was really good. Uh, weird thing happened. I heard about it like early in the day, and one of my friends posted it in like a Discord channel, and I'm like, oh dang, that happened, and everyone just kind of ignored it. You know, like didn't even read it. Was like, I guess that happened. Okay, let's carry on. With our fun, fun stuff, which felt really weird. It's like, okay, you're not at least a tiny bit sad. Yeah, yeah. I still have, I still have, like, I'm pretty sure every animator has the animator survival kit. Well, not yet. I only have a PDF document. Yeah. That was the big. That and some YouTube tutorials were some of the really big things that helped me understand what I was actually doing. Hmm. Passion for animation. I just needed <laughs> guidance. Yeah, that stuff was really important. Uh, funny enough, I actually learned from more like um, so less traditional medium and less from that PDF, but more from like 
flash artists that kind of taught themselves and then taught other people. There's like this really nice um, series of tiny videos about the principles, uh, which are really nice. I don't know who made them right now, but these really helped me. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, News-wise? I don't know. What else is there, news-wise? I, I think we've we I think we've run out of news. Yeah. How far are we in, though? Uh, we're we're an hour and twelve minutes, I think. Oh wow! Oh, uh, there is one. We've been talking. Of, from... There is one bit of news. Garfield got bought by Viacom. Oh yeah, Garfield's a Nickelodeon property now. Oh, that's surreal. That's weird. And there is already a Garfield show supposedly in production. Oh, uh, um, for Nickelodeon. I hope it has like creepy entities in it. Be like, sorry, John. <laughs> oh yes, I want them to writing this. I don't know who's directing this, but I hope they are aware of the I'm sorry, John meme. <laughs> I, I hope so as well. I hope they do, like, stylize something, something. I don't know. It's, I sure hope so. And I want it to be 2D, not 3D. Oh, yeah. The, the Garfield show, it was very uncanny to me. Yeah, and it felt really lazily animated. Like, yeah. I think there's like an unfinished frame in one episode. That might define be unfinished. Like it's not fully animated. Like it was like um. It was like um, like the models weren't perfect looking. There was like no background. Oops. And that wasn't part of a joke or anything. I don't. I don't think it was. I'm not. I saw something on Twitter. Oh, that's. That's really uncanny, man. So, uh, think. Is there anything else? Oh, uh, uh, okay, this is since, um, Garfield was bought. Have you guys heard that Tumblr was bought? By who? Uh, by a different thing. WordPress. Uh, wait. Yeah, WordPress. Yeah. And they're not oh. changing. They're not changing anything. It's going to stay the same. No NSFW still. Aw. Ha. I wish Pornhub had bought Tumblr. <laughs> it's a weird domino effect that happened um, when Tumblr just stopped hosting NSFW content. Because like all, all those artists came to Twitter, came with the good and the bad, in the sense that Tumblr users were highly stereotyped for being easily triggered and like a bunch of the sort of thing, mm, and that yeah. kind of like bled into Twitter, which is kind of like a it caused a lot of a lot of uproar and drama. Yeah, Twitter became a lot more of an interesting place after a bunch of Tumblr artists came over. Mm. Yeah. It reminds me... Oh, go on. Yeah, I moved... After the Tumblr thing, I moved to Twitter, and ever since then, I haven't went back. 
Yeah, though the Tumblr purge didn't wipe out everything. There's still a lot of smut on there. Especially with like art pieces that are like weirdly colored or uncanny colored. They couldn't have been detected at all. So that's still a thing. Uh anyways, uh about uh, the Tumblr Twitter thing that a lot of people came over. Uh there's this one animator that is also German called Kati Knit. Uh-huh. And she had like some weird beef with Oni because she said that uh Oni is a transphobe, I think. But he was just pointing out that she was bathing or into you know being labeled as transphobic which uh was true i went through the whole threat and everything and it seemed pretty uh pretty much drama and i just didn't care about it so i just kind of unfollowed her <laughs> so things like that uh seem to happen now more often on twitter since the tumblr thing happened yeah Although we are seeing a little bit of balance, Twitter drama isn't as rampant as it was uh, a couple months ago. Oh yeah, with like the pro Jared thing and everything. Oh gosh, the pro Jared thing. I'm still seeing jokes about it, but I haven't like I a couple weeks ago I checked Jared's channel. He hasn't posted in months. Yeah. Which I wouldn't either, because like the last thing he posted was on his gaming channel. And every single one of the comments was either I came here for the comments or something about the drama. Yeah. Best thing ever to read. It was an afternoon well spent. Oh, and what? I, and apparently a lot of people are viewing the videos he did with Commander Holly now because in my recommended was Pokemon Go with Commander Holly and there were a bunch of comments. <sighs> of course they are. What else would they be? Um, yeah, but it's weird that a lot of drama, once the new drama happens, the old drama is forgotten and everything is fine again, which is really weird. Yeah. It's like, uh, once the Eagoraptor thing happens, people switch from, from Jared to Eagoraptor. And before that, uh, they had the Jontron thing. And then they ignored that because of the James Charles thing. Wait, that was way before John Trump thing. Yeah, John Trump thing was like really, really old. But you get what I mean. You know, the next drama and everyone just kind of forgets. Yeah, we just jump on like it's a different episode of a different show. Yeah. <laughs> Although jokes are still made of previous drama. They're just not as funny. Yeah. The moment. The weirdest thing is always when there's like younger people that don't know anything of the past. And you do like a drama related joke and they just don't know. And you, you're just not sure what to respond anymore. <laughs> hey. Uh, John Sean, remember that? It's like. Kind of do. Um. It, it's weird though. Like Jontron may is still making videos, although matter and quality is kind of varying and kind of weird. But Jontron's always been about the weird. Yeah, I really like the production quality they have gone to with the Jontron show. 
Yeah, I did like that they hosted a game jam. That was really cool. Oh, they did? I didn't even know about that. Yeah, JonTron uh, got together, like, five of his friends to uh, do a little game jam, and I think one of them was Oni. Oh, wow. Okay. That's yeah, so they friends, uh, had 48 hours to make a video game. Uh, oh. Teams of two, or teams of three. Two teams. Uh, Are they free available, the games, or...? Tweet, uh, I think, uh, yesterday, saying, hey, remember that Game Jam episode? Well, those games are playable now. Oh, wow. Uh, is it on, like, his Twitter? Uh, uh, well, yeah, he made a tweet about it. I'm not sure where he posted the games exactly. Um, hmm. Hmm. Oh, right. Um, time to get into things. Mm -hmm. We have uh, a question. We um, do. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is your favorite art style change in a cartoon? My favorite art style change in a cartoon. It's kind of weird because, like, mm. art style changes usually cause more riots than they do um, positive I, feelings. I think I know one that I really enjoyed: uh, the new quote-unquote Ninja Turtles. Ah, the... oh, oh, well, which one was it? The the 3D one or the no, 2D one? The 2D one with the edgy art style. Yeah, the 2D one looks really cool. I really like the almost Invader Zim inspired look. Yeah, I like how they made each Ninja Turtle like a different type of turtle in this in that show. Yeah, yeah. and I also like that the technology turtle, uh, the the what's the name, the purple Donna, one, Donatello. Yeah, Donatello. That he just ignores the magic weapon in like the first episode and just stays with his technological stuff. It's so fucking hilarious. I really <laughs> enjoy that part. Yeah, and um, it's yeah. The, I like how the yeah the art's done by uh, a guy who worked on Samurai Jack. Um, like the art style is very similar to Samurai Jack. Yeah, it does. Though I feel like the um, the lines just make it pop a bit more, and like yeah. the 3D they sometimes implement makes it also more interesting to look at. Okay, I'd and, say like, and, right. okay, the yeah. artist was Andy Suriano. That's the character designer. Sounds familiar. He yeah. is pretty cool. He's very cool, yes. Nice, nice. I think one of my uh, favorite art style changes, because like, a lot of the times when a cartoon changes their art, it's not really met with praise. One I do like is like the art, the like, slow but steady progression of art through the amazing world of Gumball. Because if you compare, like, season one art to season whatever they're doing now, although I do kind of, like, there's the hate again. Um, they did change some characters from 3D to 2D to, uh, for, I guess, consistency in, a, in one of the most inconsistent shows, art-wise. I kind of enjoy that, though. That they kind of grow up with the show. Yeah. Although, well, they don't really grow up. They kind of... 
Is usually involve Gumball and Darwin switching voice actors on the fly. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, but, I, but like, I really like ahead. the part where they sing and then their voice changes. I don't yeah. know what season that was in. Uh, I do remember uh, Penny, Gumball's love interest, girlfriend thing. I remember in se- in like the early seasons, she was a three D modeling character. And then they changed her to 2D, her, like, peanut shell form thing. And then she, of course, she broke out of her shell in that one episode and stayed that way. Although I do think a better transition would have been make a smooth transition from a 3D peanut shell design to a 2D whatever it was. Yeah, that would have been more in tune with the show, but... I mean, they have to also be a bit more practical about it, because it was such a long-running show. Yeah. So, I'm really surprised how long Gumball was kept up. Like, it never felt too boring or mean-spirited, also. Which is a... It's really rare these days, because, uh, like, Adventure Time ended on a really weird note. Um, Summer Jack, the ending was not that great, I think, in my opinion. But, like, Gumball was, like, even his last season was really good. Mm. Yeah, I hope there's a movie, because the show ended on a cliffhanger. Which, I hate when they do that. Panty and Stocking did that. Gumball did it. Uh, Clone High did it man did it i think uh you remember that consult cartoon with the cars and the underground city with the racing oh yeah motor city yeah motor city it was so fucking good why did they cancel it i'm still crying like disney just... disney didn't want to make merch for some oh yeah i think it was because the cars toys like they didn't want to make two cars toy lines or something maybe like, the Disney movie Cars and the Cars from Motor City? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm but that's not... two different things. I, I, I know. Let, let me... Let me. They could have made dolls of the female characters and neon stuff and glow-in-the-dark. Could have done so much with that. Mm-hmm. Although, it's going to be weird okay. to see, like, if, uh, like, these Netflix series do merch because mm-hmm. like I... a lot of the major merch from like those come from a network nickelodeon yeah they still have networks but they're not really associated with those networks as much as they're associated with netflix themselves that's true though i really want to invite us in merch yeah, that, that'll probably be easy since, you know, Nick still owns Zim. Although, I'm not sure how contract negotiations would go over. Because I'm pretty sure there's BoJack Horseman merch, but I'm not sure who owns what. Wait, wasn't BoJack Horseman also, like, in Adult Swim? It's on Comedy no. Central in the U.S. also. Uh- and they promote it as new episodes. They promote, but I'm like, that was on Netflix. That's not a new episode. 
That was on Netflix yeah. like years ago, but hopefully Tuca and Birdie will end up on Comedy Central if Netflix won't renew it. Because I, I guess um, the production company that makes BoJack made a deal with Comedy Central. Um, I know that Netflix is trying to keep their shows on their service. Mm. So that was pro that was probably before they like secured it, so it's only on Netflix. Mm. It reminds me, I don't know who it was exactly, but someone recommended me that Project Horseman company who animated that. Uh, was it you, Shadex? I don't know. Someone recommended me to look into that. I, I don't know if I did, but... But yeah, it's called the Tornante Company, I think. Hmm. Yeah, since once my show gets hopefully picked up by someone, some company, uh, I'm still thinking like who who can animate that and stuff like that. But maybe that's just looking too fast forward since it's not even like completely animated yet. Yeah, I have heard people saying that they're gonna stop pitching to the major three networks as far as cartoon go cartoons go and just start pitching directly to streaming companies. Yeah. Apparently, um, Amazon Prime is taking uh, the creator of BoJack Horseman's next show. Oh. <clears throat> okay, I didn't even know he was on another show again. Yeah, so I guess BoJack is ending on Netflix soon i guess maybe next i know the seasons come out during the summer usually so maybe i don't know is, is the next season gonna be the final season i don't know yeah who knows yeah like, i actually had to watch bojack so i i, I don't know yeah they usually I haven't either. like they randomly announce the season like they're like it's coming out in a couple months or yeah, it's just uh, they don't have too much of a hype around it. I feel like. Yeah, like they just they just release a trailer, then like the next week or next month, like it comes out. Huh. Okay. Right. So, questions and I guess news. The end That's of the podcast. Cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Rebecca, did you want to plug uh, some stuff before we signed off? Mm, let me think. Uh, follow me on Twitter and YouTube, and support me on Patreon if you want to. If you don't have any money, that's fine. Just just comment and like my stuff. That's that's pretty important right now because I'm I'm still growing. I'm a growing channel. I'm a growing person, and yeah. Yeah, I think that that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, this was the Animated Dudes podcast. Um, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.